Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. God been good to me, man. Ain't God been good to you? I mean, just think about it. Think of where you are now compared to where you used to be. Now, if you've fallen from where you used to be, all you got to do is check yourself, and you will discover that it's a series of decisions that we make that causes ourselves to be in the predicaments, shapes, and conditions that we are in. It is never God's fault. It is a series of decisions that we have made. Please understand, God is only in the uplift business. Sometimes he got to check us because we need checking, and he has commandments, rules, and morality clauses all throughout that teach us how we should be. And if we not, There's repercussions behind it. But please understand, you are where you are because of some decisions that you made. God is in the uplift. God is in the blessing business. God is in the take care of you business. He's in the protect you business. Please know that. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God is simply amazing. It ain't bragging. It's just the way I do it. Now, you may do it another way. Find your way to talk about the goodness of God. This is just my way. I can't no more stop being who I am than you can stop being who you are. We all trying to be better. But through God's grace and mercy, we exist anyway. And try as we may to be perfect, we're not going to accomplish that. But you can get as good as you can get. But you can constantly strive to do better. But you're going to need God's help. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Simple as that. But the only way I got a radio show is because God blessed me, period.
I am not all that I am fully capable of saying to anybody listening. That was not my own doing. If I told you that I thought my way completely to where I am, I would be lying to you. If I told you where all I thought I would end up, it certainly wouldn't be here. Steve Harvey got a radio show. God is amazing. Okay, cool. Don't worry about it. We'll find another way. We're going to have a good one this morning, y'all. I said we're going to have a good one this morning, y'all, because the way we do it right here on this show right here spread across the country, we do it this way because there is no other way to get it done. Because we all understand that there is absolutely no better way to start your day than to first of all stop, give thanks and honor to Almighty God. Because God is deserving of your honor. God is deserving of your praise. If it wasn't for God, where would you be? You know, um, I was watching Joel Osteen on TV yesterday. I oftentimes tell you this. And uh, you know what? It is amazing. I never go to the TV guide or the channel surfer and say, let me go find Joel Osteen today. I just happen to turn it on. And as I click, there he is. I, I, I can only think that, that, that that's God making me sit down and hear some of the things I need to hear. One of the things he was talking about yesterday was aiming for something worthy and how to accept the challenges that come with it. Now, this isn't worded exactly the way he said it because I caught it on the tail end, but I kind of got the message that I needed to hear. And I just wanted to share it with you all this morning that when you have big aspirations, you're going to have big challenges. Have you ever noticed, man, how sometimes people always seem to have little bitty problems? Well, that's because they have little bitty aspirations. They're shooting for little bitty things. See, the moment you decide to shoot for something big, want something more, you're going to get major, major challenges. Major uh, uh, tribulations are going to come your way because to whom much is given, much is required. To those of you that are aiming high, please know that you're going to run into some more challenging times. That's the way it goes. If you're not being challenged in your life, it is only because you are not aspiring to be anything. Your aspirations are too low. You've got to go. You've got to, you know, Joel Osteen says something that I never knew before. You've got to want something so big that you don't see no way it can get done, you have to have God's help. Is that amazing, man? See, if you can, he said if you can accomplish all the things you set out to do without God's help, you are setting out to accomplish some mighty meager things. You know, if all you're trying to do is make your rent, you don't need God's help for that, just make your rent. But if you're trying to buy a house to really put your family in a better neighborhood, in a better school system, and you don't see no way, you need God's help. You have to aspire to something that requires God's help. See, that's when you really are are, are being what God wants you to be. That's when you're striving for something that God has in mind for you. God don't want little things for you. Anybody can have that. Why don't you just go on over there and sit down and have yourself a nice little regular little life? Quit bothering people with it. Man, if you could just give me $5 on some gas. Man, here. You ever had people like that? They always got some little bitty stuff for you. Man, and, and, and you so caught up in, in what you're doing because it's so big. When people come to you, you go, that's it? Man, here. Just go ahead on. And, and people, man, thank you, man. Cool. That's because they're aspiring for small things. 
You ain't even got to go to God for all this small stuff. If you can accomplish everything you want in your life with just your help and you don't need God, you ain't aiming high enough. And when you aim high, stop making excuses. Man, excuses, there ain't nearly enough crutches in the world for all the lame excuses you didn't heard. It is amazing, man. It is amazing how people lend excuses. Stop making excuses. Aspire to greatness. Aspire to something that requires God's help. Then you'll be fulfilling your mission. Some of us are sick and tired of our lives the way they are because they ain't going nowhere because we ain't wanting nothing no more. Get something in your head that requires God's help and live your life to the fullest and prepare yourself. It's going to be difficult, but with God's help, it's doable. Get you some help today. Holler God about it. Don't quit Quit giving up. Don't ever give up. God can accomplish some amazing things in your life. He'd love to hear from you today. This goes out to all my brothers and sisters that's locked away. To the two women that I met down in uh, down in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, to Deborah and her friend that was on a work release program from a women's correctional facility. I'm praying for y'all. I'm pulling for all y'all. To all the women that listen every morning in that correctional facility down in Columbia, South Carolina, I told you I wouldn't forget you this morning. I love you. Keep holding on to God's unchanging hands to all my brothers and sisters that's locked away. Keep your head up. God loves you, man. God is a forgiving God. Call on him. He'll hear your prayer. I've been there. He'll hear your prayer. Come on now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? After a long, fought, hard, battle-fought weekend, we are here, live, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Voice is a little impaired, just entirely too much talking, but I come to work after that, unlike some of my other compadres, who was he talking about? Oh, what what, what was that? What was that? You heard the two that me. said something, didn't you? Can't be done. I don't know who he, he talking about. Well, well, we only hear two voices. That's yours and his. Well, you, I'm <laughs> saying it because you can't be talking about me. That's why I'm saying yeah. it. That's why I'm saying that. You better not be talking about me. That's if you I'm throw saying. a rock into a pack of dogs, mm. the what? one that holler. Mm-hmm. It's the one you hit. Shirley Strawberry, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Good morning. Happy Monday. What's up, Steve? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Let's get into the rock-throwing portion of the show. J. Anthony Brown. I've been at an undisclosed place doing undisclosed things, but I'm here. I'm here. Disclosure, Jay. Nephew Tom. No, no. If you throw a rock in a pack of yeah, dogs, run the holly. Yeah, when I holly That's because all the other ones ran off. You got to think about that, okay? <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no dogs hanging around for that. Tommy, <sighs> even my mom knew this, what Steve's talking about. <laughs> She's the one that brought it to our attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of yeah. all, we would see the rock coming. So we Don't try move. to analyze what it is. Tommy, would you see the rock coming? Would you if still I'm be a in the dog back? and the rock is hurling through the air, 
I'm not gonna sit there and get it. Hit. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna move and get hit. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you hollering for then? Because <laughs> I didn't get hit. Because you got hit. I'm gonna say, damn, that was close. I almost got hit. <laughs> <laughs> he said that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to have y'all means. join us. You know, we already know Tommy. Every time he say, yeah, sold out. We're going to add a show. I go, here we go. Here we go. Monday. Here it's we go. Monday. It's coming. It's coming this week. Add a show. He finna overburden us. <laughs> with his schedule. Yeah, with his issues. Now we got to introduce this prank. And we got to know which one he want to play. <laughs> yeah, we got to sit up here and cover it all. The- top, 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 top of the morning, y'all. We got all that mess. <laughs> <laughs> Junior's out today, Steve. Yes. Yeah, Junior's out. We don't know why he out. I think Junior's getting his. Uh, I think Junior's getting his second shot. Oh, okay. The well, whole show. Good. The whole show. Yeah. It takes four hours each <laughs> shot. You know, yes, it does. See, yes, I, it does. I, I, I had that joke, but I feel I couldn't have done it myself. No. So. <laughs> no, you ain't allowed to do ain't here jokes <laughs> at all. Good one, Steve. Yeah. Not your ass. Everybody on this show can do eight-year jokes, but you. All right, guys. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, uh, more weekend stuff, and we'll do Ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Here we are. Any more weekend stuff we want to close that segment? Any more weekend stuff going on that anybody mm. forgot to tell us? Because it's time now for the Ask the CLO. No, might as well yeah. just get to it. He okay, can't, he can't, you know, it takes him a while to get warmed up. Yo, because when you've been <laughs> off work for a while, you don't just jump uh, right in. Yeah. You're talking yeah. to Jay. You're yeah. Jay. He had <laughs> coffee in the break room. Then he going to come in. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. This one's from Derwin. Derwin in Kansas City. Uh, Derwin says, my sister is four years younger than I am, so I've always been overprotective of her. She was engaged to a guy that I knew wasn't right for her, so I I was relieved when he called up their wedding. It's been almost a year since they broke up, and she still wants to know why he left her. She wants me to talk to him. I have no desire to talk to him because if he says something bad about my little sister, I'm going to have to deal with him. What should I do? Why would you talk to him? Because she asked him to. So? He won't talk to her. What you got to do with it? Right. Just stay out of it, man. You got your wish. You didn't think the dude was right for him. Yeah. Or make up something. Yeah, I talked with him. He said he got a couple babes. Now he good. And two babies is on the way. And then just walk out the room. The end. Oh, God, yeah. no. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> next. Who's next? Because she desperately wants closure. Yeah, so. It's closed. He gone. It, it's mm-hmm. done. It's yeah. been a year. All right. Anthony on iHeartRadio uh, CLO says, several weeks ago, I met a teacher at my daughter's new school. We exchanged numbers and chatted a while with our masks on. I called her and asked her out, and we met up a few days later. She came into the restaurant, and she sat beside me and took off her mask. Ah! Exactly. Her breath was <laughs> hot, God. And, it, and it smelled like sewage. Ooh. Uh, I got up and sat across from her, and I said I wanted to look in her eyes while we ate. 
I don't intend to ever go out with her again, but she works at my daughter's school. What do I tell her? Don't nobody care. <laughs> when I got up and went over the table and looked in your eyes, it was just so I could save my own eyes. <laughs> he can't say that. Yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah, he he can. said, what do I do? What do you yeah. Or, <laughs> or, when you took off your mask, I thought our mm-hmm. food had arrived. I had ordered salmon and Brussels sprouts. And when you took your mask off, I thought the food was there. (laughs) Oh, you need more than that. You need to air out. You you can't wear your mask. (laughs) See, what you can't do, if you you got halitosis, you can't wear your mask because it traps it in and it recycles it. It puts it back into the system. You're breathing in the same air. You, it's, it, it, look, every now and then, when, even if you got air conditioning, you got to crack your window Yeah. in a car. You're recycling the air. You know that little button on the dashboard in your car with the little arrows mm-hmm. that mean the air is going back around? That's what's happening in that mask. Oh. <laughs> she done got used to it. She's recycling the air. And when she opened it up, it's like freedom. Wow, ventilation. What is he going to do? What is he going to do when he goes to the school? What is he going to do? Hope she got that mask on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You need a Listerine or, IV. Or, or next time you take out, just be standing there with a can of Febreze in your hand. As soon as she take that mask down and open her mouth, just shoot her dead in it. All right, um, (laughs) moving on. Amazing in Peoria. I like that name, Amazing in Peoria. Uh, Illinois says, I'm 49 and my mother is 75, and she has a habit of popping up at my house at the worst times, and she brings people with her when she comes over. She's 49, Uh and her mother is 75, Uh okay? Then her mom pops up at the worst times and brings people with her when she comes. Uh, My husband and I can be watching a movie, and she'll come by with her boyfriend or one of her female friends, pour herself a drink, and sit there and talk to Uh, us like she's not interrupting a thing. My husband doesn't have a problem with it. He thinks it's cute, and he said I need to let my my mom live her best life. Do I set boundaries with her or not? No, she's 75. Come on. You can come in there and catch her naked one day, though. She rolling up on you, you know what I'm saying? She she rolling up on you having drinks. You know, (laughs) like your mom. I mean, you know, like she one of your homies, though. Yeah. What a girl, I was just in the neighborhood. It's good. She's still driving. She's 75, just popping up. She got a boyfriend and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let her enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I say. Let her live. Mm Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Jay, you have a question oh, for yeah. the CLO? You know I got one. I you know. know I got one. Mm-hmm. Here it is, Steve. You had the bowling. You have all week wife. to get it ready, so I all guess right. you did. Let me hear it. Well, go don't ahead. waste my time. You're all wasting right. my time. Let me get it in. Let me get it in. You had the bowling alley with your wife. Uh-huh. Bowling, having a good time. Yeah. On each side, you see two of your side pieces. One, do you continue bowling or do you leave the bowling alley? I guess out that bowling alley. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I act like I'm about to bowl, and when I pull my arm back, I let my bowling ball bust my wife dead in her head. No. Get the bowl, no. Yeah, we got to get out here and get to emergency care. I'm a, I'm throwing this ball at some damn by dropping it on my foot. I'm doing something. There's no way. Both of them now. What? 
But Steve, Steve, you're having a good game. You're having a really good game. All strikes. You hey, strike dog, let me tell you something. Up to the game. I could be on the verge of a 300, which I've never had in my life. I've yeah. never been close. Right. I, when you get to 300 and you jump up celebrating and them two women come over there to help celebrate with you, uh-huh. partner, Wow. What's the highest game you've ever bowled? Three hundred. It's three hundred. It's three hundred. No, you've Strikes ever bowled. Every time? Me? Oh, I'm not a good. I'm not. I'm, I just go for the I've, fun. I've hit a two hundred before. Yeah, I've hit like one ninety nine. I bowled somehow. a two thirty two one time. That's good. Oh, wow. that oh yeah, I, I I've never, never been, been close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've All never guys. seen two hundred after that. I don't know <laughs> what happened to me that day, but it never happened again. <laughs> All right, coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news, and we'll have today's entertainment news. But right now, it is time for some laughter and some fun. It's Monday, so you know what that means. Here with Church Complaints, did, did, Reverend oh, Motown. Yeah, so much. Well, we're already here. Thank you so much. So oh, much. Yeah. Amen to that. We... <laughs> We gather on this glorious Monday, ready to babachelate. Babachelate. Yes, sir. Babachelate and re-efficate what the things that are going on in our congregation habituary as we move forward. Habituary. That's like... uh, you know where they stay. Uh, <laughs> Boy, you better preach now. Uh, come on, uh, Deacon. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, preaching, uh, the congregation is upset. They are worried about this. Uh, you, you've been preaching for 90 seconds on Zoom, and they are concerned that you are just not studying. What is it that all your sermons have turned into just 90 seconds? Uh, the uh, pandemic. The global pandemic requires my attention on so many levels that all we have time for is 90-second word. If you don't hear me in 90 seconds, why would I stay there 90 minutes? Okay. Hello. It doesn't take. It almost made sense, but it don't make sense. Well, how long you need to be told you going to hell? How how long did that take? What in the world? That's that's what we're here for. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving along. uh, Speaking of uh, uh, the pandemic, uh, we got three of our choir members, Bertha, Berta, and Bernadette. They have formed a new gospel group called the uh, the Covenets, and they would like the church to fund their first single. Mm-hmm. The well, the reason they chose the name Covenet is because they're paranoid and they always have on their mask. And nobody's uh-huh. going to support this muffle-ass thing. <laughs> How does that sound, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa
<laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody got no money for that deal. They're not gonna take it. The Covenants ain't gonna take their mask off. We can't fund that. Right. The Covenants. The Covenants. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, can I hear the Covenants again? One more song by the Covenants. Whoa, we'll find me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, you jamming though. Oh, no. oh, oh, cut. <laughs> All right, Pastor, let's keep it moving here. Uh, we got a problem. Sister Laura Banks got a, listen to me now, got a Pfizer shot, one oh. Pfizer shot, got one Moderna shot. And then also got one Johnson shot. She got three shots in total, and now for some reason, she's barking in the night and can't stop and got all the dogs up in their neighborhood. Uh, she wants you to come and lay hands on it and pray for her, but I don't know if you can help her or not. I'm not going nowhere near her. <laughs> I don't know what she got. Who told her to take all three vaccines? You're supposed to take two doses per one. Johnson was the only one. She didn't have a Moderna and Pfizer. She done yeah, probably developed up. a whole new strand of COVID. And Johnson and Johnson is just one shot. She got too many. Now she over there. She ain't got COVID. She got the vaccination disease. She's overdoing it. We don't even know what that is yet. Shirley, you're cracking up. You're so silly. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Sing it, COVID choir. Vaccination. 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 Okay. Could, 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 you, could, you have, could you have one of the Covenants introduce the group? I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear that sound. Yeah. Thank you all for having us here today. Here. We are here to come to, we won't see your A and B and C and D commission. We're going to be singing on, giving on, go. We are, we are so, who are you doing this time? Cool. I like to hear one of the I like to hear one of the covenants do an altar call. Let me hear that. Let me hear what that's Come on now. Won't you come? Uh-uh. Won't you come? Won't you come? Come on, come on. We're waiting for you. There's room at the we're just room at the front. Make room for everybody. Come on up down to the front. Be healed. Turn your life over to Christ. We believe that if you say this simple prayer. You don't have to take One more. I got one more. I got one more. Have to take that mask. At a funeral. Doing a funeral. Give me one. Give me Give me Are you crying under there? You know the don't die, don't die, don't die. Come back, Roger. All right. Okay. I have one. Um, they have oh. now. They they're asking for you, Pastor. Uh, uh, there is a versus. The uh, blind boys of Alabama want to verse the uh, five blind boys of Mississippi. They want to do a versus, and they want you to host it. So that's your call. Well, we can have it, but uh, we we have, we don't have to pick a location. All we got to do is tell them they there. 
And all we gonna be doing is singing uh, songs that relate to this. Quartets. Uh, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all those obstacles in my way. Here's their favorite hit. I heard it through the grapevine. I'm about to, about to lose my mind. You know, they like heard it through the grapevine. I have one more song that I be singing, Steve. Go. I'm looking for a love. Yeah, I'm looking for a love. And I'm looking over here. I'm looking over there. I'm searching somewhere. I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking for a love. Whoa, baby. This is the verses, Blind Boys of yeah, Alabama blind. versus the Five Blind Boys of Mississippi. That's what this is, the verse. Y'all so silly. <laughs> the <I'm> look <laughs> in your eyes. Coming up. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. Right after this, ignorance. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As we already know, on this past Friday, Earl Simmons, we know him as DMX, passed away. Uh, X was 50 years old on April 2nd. He was admitted to a hospital in White Plains, New York, after suffering a drug-induced heart attack at his home in White Plains. On Friday, April 9th, DMX passed away after being on life support, and uh, his family was by his side. His family released a statement saying Earl was a warrior who fought until the very end. He loved his family with all of his heart and we cherish the times we spent with him. Earl's music inspired countless fans around the world and his iconic legacy will live on forever. DMX's hometown, Yonkers, New York, is uh, committed to making sure that X's memory lives on. Mayor Spano said, The city is considering naming a street after him and also creating a statue of his image. The family has also confirmed there will be a private and public memorial. And, of course, our deepest condolences are going out to the Simmons family. He was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. I think think that Swiss Beats uh, Instagram post and talking about DMX was the best. Mm-hmm. Steve, because it was so were, touching. It yeah, touching they were really, trend. really close. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. They were like brothers, man. Mm-hmm. And yes, Swiss, they were. Swiss did a lot of, of music with uh, DMX. And I had talked with him about Absolutely. it before the verses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he mm-hmm. was just heartbroken. And um, yeah. he he was hoping, we, you know, everybody was hoping for the best, but it wasn't meant to be. And, um, you know, he he was he he was just greatness, man. And the tributes that's going on about this young brother, man, all yeah. around the nation, man, it's like really heartwarming, man. Yeah. The dude cross his music crossed over so well, man. Oh my a lot God. of rappers mm-hmm. a lot of rappers never get that opportunity to do, man. And DMX was, Yeah. You know, he did that, man. He did that. DMX was a movement. I mean, in the 90s when he hit the scene, he he was, nobody was like him. He was aggressive. He was street. He was grimy. And so how he approached his storytelling, what he was doing and rapping, we had never heard that before. And people just loved him. The motorcycles, you know, Rough Riders and all that. So I I saw a concert caller, a Uh sea of white people. 
a sea of yeah, white. Yeah, that's oh, the one yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. It's yeah. a sea oh of white God, people. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. yeah, filling them. And not yeah, just throwing up the their exes, around right? the world. Yeah, around yeah. the world. Yeah. And just he to... wrote all of his songs. He wrote all of his songs. He wrote them himself. Bad boy. So. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, talented. He will be so missed. sad. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely so sad be for missed. his family. His gonna be family. Yeah. His 15 children. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Mm-hmm. Up in here. <laughs> I mean, Y'all who ain't seen go all off? Yeah, who right, ain't right, said that? Steve. Yeah. Right, Steve. Who ain't said that? Yeah. And he put it to music, and it's like, damn, everybody has been saying that. Right, you're right. I, yeah. I dog, I don't know nobody household where you ain't heard that. That's right. right. Yeah. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Now keep on. Yeah. Up in here. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't a party record either when we said it. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Yeah. You can yeah. put it to music if you want to. When mama said it, you took your ass somewhere and sat down. That's what oh, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he will definitely be missed. He will definitely, definitely. be missed. I mean, seriously. All right. Um, we're going to move on. Uh, time now, Steve, for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Good morning. The governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, says he's directing state police to investigate the encounter that has caused an Afro-Latino Army medical officer to sue two white police officers in the town of Windsor. Army 2nd Lieutenant Caron Nasario can be seen on video in uniform last December asking cops why he was pulled over, hanging both his hands out of the window and saying he hadn't committed a crime. He was frankly afraid to exit the car because they both had their guns drawn. Why are your weapons drawn? What's going on? Uh, see, the cop claimed that Lazario, Lieutenant Lazario, was driving a new car with no license plate, and one of them pepper sprayed him. But the officer's body cam shows that his temporary dealer plate was clearly in the rear mirror. Okay. Anyway, the cop uh, who pepper sprayed him has already been fired. Today marks the start of a third week of the Derek Chauvin-George Floyd murder trial. On Friday, a medical examiner who pronounced Mr. Floyd's death a homicide took the stand, but also another forensic pathologist, Lindsay Thomas, who said she agreed with all the other diagnoses that Mr. Floyd died of suffocation as a result of actions by the police and not heart failure. This death does not fit what has been described in someone who dies of a cardiac arrhythmia from arteriosclerotic heart disease. And likewise, hypertensive heart disease. Of course, the defense gets to present its case, and Derek Chauvin's lawyers have already signaled they intend to focus on George Floyd's drug use, his heart condition, anything else they can drum up to put doubt in the minds of the jurors. Former Republican House Speaker John Boehner says in his upcoming new book on the House of Washington Memoir, that's the name of the book, that Donald Trump incited the Capitol Hill riot on January 6th for his own selfish reasons, perpetuated, shall we say, the sugar honey iced tea, and he didn't use that, he said the word, that he's been showing since he lost a fair election. Boehner says Trump's election claims were false and that those claims led to the GOP losing control of the Congress. Meanwhile, and nevertheless, Donald Trump demonstrated his continued hold on the GOP. He held a big confab at Mar-a-Lago over the weekend and called his Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell a dumb SOB, and he didn't use the the letters, okay? He said he was disappointed with former Vice President Pence for not supporting uh, stopping the Electoral College vote. Trump also claimed that the GOP will win back the White House in 2024. 
Finally, funeral services are being held for Britain's Prince Philip this Saturday. Prince Harry's already over there. Meghan is pregnant. Her doctor told her not to go. While here at home, the family of a musical kind of Prince DMX planned for both a private and public memorial. The mayor of Yonkers says he'd like to see something on the Yonkers Raceway. And the head of the Nepperhan Community Center in Yonkers, Dr. Jim Bostic, says DMX never forgot the youngsters in the community. He contributed to our sports programs, our summer basketball programs. And he also held a Thanksgiving dinner every single year for all the kids. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Introduce your man, 50 Grand. Well, I don't mind introducing him because I don't have to do it often, so here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. Now, and now I want you to relax and listen Mm -hmm. to what I'm saying. These, I'm not doing jokes. These are just smoke thoughts. Smoke Smoke thoughts from J. Anthony Brown. Here we go. Big girls have the nicest nails. Big girls always have the nicest nails. What? Smoke thoughts. Africans, not trying to be racist, Africans can't whisper. These are smoke thoughts. These are, not... <laughs> These are smoke thoughts. White people will always call you back. They will always call you back. <laughs> if they say they're going to call back, they will call you back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why do strippers have such big bags? What's in them? What the hell is in that bag? What are these, Jay? Smoke thoughts. These are smoke thoughts. If you call someone you do, if you call someone you really don't want to talk to by mistake and hang up, they will call you right back. These yes, are smoke they thoughts. Will. Yes, they will. Yes, they yeah. will. <laughs> Facts, Jay. Facts. Okay, this is a question. This is a question. Uh, Not trying to insult anybody. Who starts most fights on the job? Just listen to me when I say this. Big-breasted women or little-breasted women? I'm just putting it out there. I'm not asking. If you don't... I'm just... I'm asking a question. Little-breasted. Little-breasted. Okay, I'm just... We got that dynamic on this this show. These these are smoke thoughts. If you're in a relationship with the woman who has kids, you can give the kids something, but you can't get it until that night when the kid is asleep. Did you understand what I was saying? You can give the kids something, but you can't get it at night until the kid is asleep. Take your time with that one. All right, take your time with that one. Here's the last, here's a couple more. Your eyelashes should not scratch your glasses, okay? That's just a smoke pot. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Some, all right, this is the last one. Some people can hold their liquor, but they can't hold their pee. And some people can hold their pee, but they can't hold their liquor. Okay, now that's it. Uh, All right, here's the last one. If she can't make macaroni, men. If she cannot make macaroni, she can't make biscuits or gravy. Okay? That is a fact. (laughs) (laughs) These have been Smoke Thoughts by yours truly, Jay Anthony Brown. Smoke Thoughts, baby. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Thank you, Jay. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Carla, what you got, girl? You know what, guys? Steve, Tommy, Jay, even Monica. I'm feeling like some DMX music right now. Party up in here. I want to hear some Rough Riders. I want everybody listening right now. You in your car. Throw your exes up. Rest in power, King. Let's go. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. If I got to bring it to you, cowards, then it's gonna be quick. Oh, you made it been the jail before? Suck my dick. No, the mother cat you run with. Get done with. Dumb quick. You go and poke the dog with some bump uh, I, They go to click, click, now one, one what? All over some dump, Ooh. ain't that summer The mommy of a strip club Cause every time you come around it's like what? I just gotta get my axe up And I don't know who the f*** you think you talking to But I'm not him, I explain to watch what you do Or you gon' find yourself very next to someone else And we all thought you loved yourself But that couldn't have been the issue Or maybe they just saying that now cause they miss you Maybe they tried to diss you That's why you laying on your back looking at the roof of the church Preacher telling the truth and it hurts. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. Off the chain, I leave off of the brain. Still want the fame, off the name. First of all, you ain't rap long enough to be for me. You, you ain't strong enough. So whatever it is you puffing on, they got you thinking that you Superman. I got the kryptonite. Now smack him up to the mic. Characters, not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? That's out of all the factors. You whack, you twist it, your girl's a whoa. You broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your old man say you stupid. You be like, so, I love my baby mother. I never let her go. I'm tired of weakness. Winding over food that don't belong to them. With them. Get up for real, like my man's in them. Who get it all with the strip for the hands with them? Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. I bring down rings, a heavier curse to head. No more talk. Put them in the dirt instead. You keep walking, that you're trying to end up red. Cause if I end up fed, I end up dead. Cause you just soft type. What? Uh, fake up north type. Oh. It's like a soft fight. Uh. Dog is the dog, blood thicker than water. We done been through the mud and we quicker to slaughter. The bigger the order, the more uh. we run out. When the finish, everybody come out. When the body burn out, sun in the sun out. I'ma keep it out. Running his mouth, I'ma blow his lung out. Listen, what? He's about to be missing. You know who gon' find you? Some old man fishing. Grandma wishing your soul's at rest. But it's hard to digest with the size of the hole in your chest. This T.I.P. Man Hustle Gang here, Hancho the King. You are tuned in to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did it. What? What the- 
Right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I don't like how he treats his ex-wife. We'll get into that in a minute. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Eight and two. Eight <laughs> and two. Okay. It's ten. Watch me what, work. What, what, what? Watch me work. Eight and two. Come on, kid. Math break. Yeah. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm trying to get some answer. Uh, yeah, well, this, this Sam, this Sam. Sam, okay, Sam. All right, hey. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought it was Samantha. Okay, it's, it's, it's Sam? Yeah, it's Sam, man, what's up? Okay, uh, hey, my name's Calvin. I wanted to, uh, reach out to you, holler at you about, uh, about, uh, about your girl, right? Your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, she is. Okay, how long y'all been together? We've been together about, about 10, 11 years. Why, what's going on? Well, listen, me and been hollering at each other for like the last few months or whatever. I wanted to reach out to you. You know, didn't want to call you. She wanted me to call you. I wanted to tell you that, you know, didn't decide that she want to start hanging with me. I'm, she want me to come over to the house and pick her stuff up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, really? Really, that's what's going on. You calling me. She didn't told you to call me and tell me this. Basically, what I wanted to do, Sam, is just have a man-to-man talk with you and just let you know. Yeah, that, well, you, know. you, you, that, that, that's what, that's what's going on right now. Don't do it, because right now you just talking a bunch of. What's up? No, nah, what I'm saying is that you know I, I'm already making room for her at my apartment. I'm just trying to come. Nah. Up with <laughs> Listen, that, that ain't none of that. It is whatever. If you want to come get come get but it ain't going out. We ain't, we ain't going out without a fight. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping with you, and I'm not tripping with her. But you come to my house talking about getting from my, out of my house, then it's going down. Me and you, me and you. So what's up? You coming to get us because I'm, I'm on the road right now in these trucks, but I'll meet you there. So if you coming to get us Come on with it. Okay, okay, hold up, though. Hold up, though. Let's back up. Because, see, like I say, I'm trying to handle this, you know, where then we ain't got to have no problem. All I want to do is come in the house and get her stuff and pack it up so I can get it over to me. You think you just finna come into my house? That I've been with all these years. You think you just gonna be, we just gonna be peaches and cream. You got me. I'm telling you, dog, you come to my house, it's going down. And that's just that. She needs to be a woman. Why don't she bring it to me? Why she didn't bring it to me? You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? What's, y- y'all want to be together now or she ain't no more? All I know is she was feeling me. That's all I'm saying. She was feeling me, you know. She and, feeling and, you. And, oh, she feeling you. 
I mean, do you have a problem with her leaving? Because that's her choice. You know what I'm saying? If she claims she want to be with me, that's what she want. You know, I ain't knocking what nobody do. You understand? But what I'm trying to tell you is she telling me she want to be with me. So I'm just trying to get you to live. Uh, is it better for me and her to go over there while you ain't there and get her stuff? Dog, all this f***ing you saying now, I don't, I, I ain't got the rational out thing with you. She needs to be the one telling me all of this. And since she can't do it and you man, you man, you know, that's what you call for, man to man, come get up. That's all hey, I'm saying. Come hey, get up. Hey, 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 Samantha, Samantha, for real though. Hey, say man. Hey, hey, say man, my name is Sam, man. I ain't gonna tell you that no more. I already told you that when you called, when you first called. Okay, Sam, so listen. Okay, well, hey, hey, you know what? I ain't even finna go back and forth with you. didn't chose me. I'm finna come get her Hey, all this you talking, you still on this phone with all that jaw jacking. If you want to come get up, I didn't invited you. So if you want to bring your over here, come get it. I'm Aiden too, oh. I whooped eight two of them. Got me, but I'll tell you this much too. Them, them, them two there, they don't want to me no more. They don't want to rock with me no more. And like I said, tell that. I'm with you. She ought to be woman enough when she's behind the back in the background telling you to c come tell me some shit. Ain't that some shit? Man, I'm a shit. And you come because you acting like a blonde too. I'm a flat So what for? Okay, well, look here. Let me go and say this here to you then. Can I, can I tell you what she told me? Man, you tell me whatever you want to tell me. Really, I don't what she told you, but what, what's up? I just want to tell you, she told me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh, man. <this> <laughs> Sam, you all right? I'm straight, man. I'm straight. Man, y'all wrong, man. Look here, man. Y'all had me ready. <laughs> Hey, I gotta hear you say one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show, man. Say <laughs> <laughs> wow. that out to all the all the gay couples out there. That's for y'all right there. Deuces to you, baby. Yeah. I'm eight and two, yeah. and them two that yeah. beat me, they don't want to yeah, fool yeah. with me no more. They don't okay. want no more. <laughs> Sam was not playing. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I was waiting for? I was waiting for you to call her Sam again because that really pushed the button right there. Oh, Samantha. Well, no, Samantha. Yeah, Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah Samantha. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Call me. I didn't tell you now when you first called. It's Sam. I didn't tell you that. Right. <laughs> tell I didn't you it out either. I told you. I didn't either. But all the jokes me and Jay had is dead. No, they're gone. No, they was, no I'm not new. New. Be I off need, the I don't air. need to do them. Mm -mm. No. Because I thought it was a heterosexual couple. These jokes will not be funny <laughs> to a certain group of people. We're going to let this go. Thank y'all. Beautiful, Great prank, Tommy. <laughs> hey, Sam, what's up? In the words of the COVID singer, <laughs> it's the COVID Nets, Jay. The COVID Nets. Catch my show Friday night on the OWN Network, Ready to Love. Ready to Love oh, yeah. on the OWN Network. That's 9, 8 Central. You don't want to miss it. Tune in, tune in. I got curveballs every weekend that I'm throwing at my contestants. They don't know which way time is coming, so I keep them on their toes. So tune in, get your popcorn, sit on the couch, and ride with your boy. That is Ready to Love on the OWN Network, <laughs> 9, 8 Central. Yay, yay. It's so good, Tommy.
My only complaint. Did y'all catch it this, this past Friday? Did y'all yes. catch it? Yes. 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 Who? <laughs> Love it. Of course we did. It was good. I like the guy yeah. from Louisiana too. I like him too. Oh, yeah, I love he, him. Yeah, yeah. Joel. Like him Joel is his name. The yeah. one that said he's looking for an old lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? His his uh he has got an interesting story, man. His his wife passed away. Yeah, uh, with, uh, with cancer. And he's raising a set of twins by himself, twins. man. I, I take my hat off to that brother. Right mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm rooting for him for sure. Yeah, he works out a lot. He got too. that. He got that New Orleans twang caller. Yes, he does. <laughs> you no, you hear me, baby? You hear me? <laughs> me and my husband was watching, and Ty said he from New Orleans. See, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Ready to love, baby? On the own network, nine eight central every Friday night. Hang out with your boy. All right, thank you, Nev. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. I don't like how he treats his (laughs) ex-wife. We'll be back and get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be... Reading your letter live on the air, just like we're gonna read this one right here, right now. That's just so you'll you'll know it's a real letter, okay? All right, buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the popping strawberry letter. (laughs) That's for Jay. Thank you, nephew. Subject. I don't, I don't like how he treats his ex-wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 36 years old and recently divorced. I met a guy eight months ago, and he just got divorced, too. We bonded over our divorce dilemmas, and he was open and honest about his breakup. He told me that he was controlling, and they had a rough marriage because she liked to fight him and throw stuff at him. He told me that he had to restrain her a lot, but he never laid a finger on her. He told me that he even took a domestic violence class to try to fix his marriage. This made me afraid to continue talking to him, but I told myself that he was so sweet and forthcoming with information that I shouldn't penalize him for his past. I wanted to go into our relationship with an open mind. He's been nothing but a gentleman to me. I get regular foot rubs and massages, flowers for no reason, and he even does things around my house to help me out. He never raised his voice at me or seemed irritated at me, but whenever his ex-wife calls him about any little thing to do with their daughter, he is a totally different person. He talks to her like she's a piece of trash, and he usually hangs up on her. He has done it in my presence numerous times, and I always give him time to cool down before talking to him. He's told me a few times that what he calls... Uh, he, he's told me a few times what the calls were about, and it's never anything for him to be so angry with her. The other day, I overheard him on the phone with his friend, and he talked about his ex-wife nonstop and said that his ex-wife is lucky she moved out of town. This made the hair on my on the back of my neck stand up. Could he be a violent man that had to go to domestic abuse counseling, um, that had to go to domestic abuse counseling, or does his ex-wife bring out the worst in him? I need to know before I go any further with him. 
Okay, um, I think we have a problem here. I do, and and uh, you certainly know m way more about this man than we do because you've been dating him for eight months. But based upon what you said, I, I think it's two things that are that are issues with him. Um, his ex-wife most definitely brings out the worst in him, and he does have violent tendencies. Um, I also think he still has feelings for her because he gets so upset whenever he talks to her. And, you know, he may be sweet and giving you foot massages and flowers and all of that to you, but uh, this guy that talks to his wife crazy and violently and all of that, that's him too, okay? So he's still that person. Um, you know, I, I think he, he does have feelings for her, like I said, because he gets so upset uh, when he talks to her, even when he talks to others about her. I just don't think you've brought out those violent tendencies in him yet. Uh, um, the red flags are everywhere, and that's why you're confused. I'm sure you wondered what would happen if you made him mad. I'm sure that's run across your, across your mind. And it sounds like it wouldn't take much. I mean, he's been good for these eight months, but who knows how much longer that would last. I mean, people change, but I don't think he hasn't because he's still doing it with his ex-wife. And, and why haven't you said anything to him about his bad behavior towards his ex-wife? wife why haven't you just you know sat him down and and asked what the problem is yeah he told you he was controlling but there's a lot more to it than that um i i think you really need to have a serious conversation with this man and find out what is going on maybe he needs more than just a little bit of counseling i i don't like the feel of this i think these are red flags steve well it's real simple here i'm gonna get to it in a second but first i'm just gonna call this letter red flag letter okay. and i'm gonna point out the red flags to you 36 old recently divorced met a great guy eight months ago he was just divorced too we bonded over our divorce dilemmas Boop! red flag y'all bonded over divorce dilemmas get your flag out your pocket i'm not saying it's a red flag yet but get your flags out he was open and honest about his breakup. He told me that he was controlling and they had a rough marriage because, right, right, let's just stop right there. Get your red flag out. He told you he was controlling and they had a rough marriage. The reason they say they had a rough marriage was because she liked to fight him and throw stuff at him. Whoop. Red flag. He got a lot going on to get stuff <laughs> thrown at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh when yeah. they start throwing stuff, that's because words ain't enough. Get your flag out. He told me that he had to restrain her a lot. Mm. But he never laid a finger on her. Get your flag out. How do you restrain a person without touching them? Help me. Now, let me throw this one. He told me that he even took a domestic violence class to try to fix his marriage. He didn't say they took. <laughs> he said he took right. a domestic violence class. Girl, now, <laughs> he took a domestic violence class. Mm. Girl, get your flag out. Matter of fact, get your flag out and tape it on your forehead so when he talking... He know you know. 
that the flags is out. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help you. Now, when I come back, I'll give you the rest of it and what I think you should do. All right, hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. I don't like how he treats his ex-wife is the subject. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Uh, Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, I don't like how he treats his ex-wife. And I call this the red flag letter. Mm -hmm. Let's go over the red flags. Uh, met a guy eight months ago. He had just got divorced. I'm divorced. We bonded over our divorce dilemmas. Get your flag out. Open and honest about the breakup. He told me that he was controlling. Get your flag out. And that they had a rough marriage because she liked to fight and throw stuff at him. Get your flag out. When women start throwing stuff, it's because the words ain't working no more. Hmm. He told me that he had to restrain her a lot, but he never laid a finger on her. Excuse me? How do you restrain a person without laying your hands on them? Tell me how you do that. What, you just got a pillar in front of you blocking everything? Because she's steady throwing stuff. Get your red flags out. He told me he even took a domestic violence class to try to fix his marriage. Mm. He took a domestic violence class. He didn't say she had to go take a domestic violence class. He said... He took a domestic violence class to try to fix his marriage. That's to fix the damage he done done in the marriage. Mm. This made me afraid to continue talking to him. Where is your red flag at? When when your true intuition tells you that you are afraid of a man, get your flag out, sister. But I told myself he was so sweet and forthcoming with the information. Why do y'all do that, ladies? Why do y'all think because if a dude is honest about something, that makes him a better person? Well, he may have been lying about that. Well, hell, he just told it to you to see what you're willing to accept. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here we go. And so then, I shouldn't penalize him for his past. I wanted to go into our relationship with an open mind. He's been nothing but a gentleman to me. I get regular foot rubs and massages, flowers for no reason, and he even does things around my house to keep me out. To I'm, excuse me, to help me out. He's never raised his voice at me or seemed irritated at me. Red flag. Hmm. Now he had a rough marriage. All of this stuff was because of rough times, fighting, hitting, restraining. And now you think this man is all that? Can I tell you why you think he's all that? Because y'all ain't hit a rough spot yet. Mm -hmm. As soon as you hit a rough spot, you may get some of this same stuff. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You say he's never raised his voice to me or seemed irritated, but when his ex-wife called him about any little thing to do with their daughter, totally different person, red flag. He talks to her like she's a piece of trash, red flag. He usually hangs up on her. Another red flag. He's done it in your presence numerous times, and I always give him time to cool down before talking to him. Mm-hmm. Red flag, red flag, red flag. He's <laughs> told me time. He's told me a few times that he called what the calls were about, and it's never anything for him to be so angry with her about. Red flag. The other day, I overheard him talking on the phone with his friend, and he talked about his ex-wife nonstop and said his ex-wife is lucky she moved out of town. 
That's scary. Really? Yes, it's scary. This made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Red flag, purple flag, black flag, all the dark shades of flag. Okay, here we go. Could he be a violent man (laughs) that had to go to domestic abuse counseling? He told you he did. What what, what, what is you guessing for? He told you he went to domestic violence training to try to fix his marriage. Or does his ex-wife bring out the worst in him? Well, it seemed to me like if you argue with him, this is what you're going to get. And like I told you earlier, y'all just ain't hit a rough spot yet. I need to know before I go any further with him. Further? She's not even questioning. Wait a minute, hold up. Further? Y'all ought to be done. Mm-hmm. Lady. Immediately, yes. There's mm. too many red flags in this for you to keep walking down the street with this dude. Yeah, it doesn't look good. And what you don't want to do is discover what you already know. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what, why are you going through this? Don't send yourself through that. You're not that lonely. And he's the same person. Her nice, sweet guy is the same violent person when he talks to his ex-wife. He's the same. He didn't go nowhere and get saved. Right. He went to domestic abuse counseling. He didn't go nowhere and get saved. He didn't, he didn't go nowhere and convert. She has a problem on her hands if she continues. Man, let this dude go. Save yourself. Right. Run. There's too many She's, flags on this dude. She's scared to even talk to him. Yeah. I'm afraid to bring her. Yeah. You, you yeah, all right? Cool down. Yeah. yeah. Come on. You walking you, over you here. You all right? All right. Yeah. You sure? This is, this is not good. Is it a good right. time for you to talk? <gasps> right. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can, hey, you want to go to get some coffee? <gasps> coffee. You don't want to? <laughs> He's got like a split that. personality. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, well, he's here, so we may as well use him up. We'll look into Whoa. the mind yet again Whoa. of J. Whoa. Anthony wow. Brown <laughs> right after this. Wow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Introduce your friend. Let's use Ladies him. and gentlemen, he him. is here. Not often, but he is wow. here sometimes. Wow. Just Ladies and gentlemen. I'm with, I'm with you, Jay. I'm with Jay. You. Yeah, thank you, man. Anthony Thank you. Brown. Before I do this, can I remind everybody to watch Assistant Living on the Tyler Perry Network, please? It's on Wednesday night, 8.30. Check it out. Your boy is doing his damn thing. Now, this right here. It's right. on BET, right, Jay? It's on BET. Yeah, BET. Boy. Tyler Perry Network, though. <laughs> I love no, it. Whoa, whoa. It is Tyler Perry Network. Okay. It's coming soon. <laughs> it's coming soon. Anyway. We all were affected by COVID. We all were affected by COVID. But what people have not done is there were some good, good things that came out of COVID. Not a lot. For instance, because of COVID, Mm -hmm. some people still had to go to work and you took your lunch and you say you ate half of it and you put it in the refrigerator. When you came back, it was still there. Nobody, no, nobody, t- nobody, nobody touched it. I mean, 
Am I lying, guys? Am I no lying? Lunch nope. No lunch bandits. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. That, that killed the lunch bandit. You can put it in it. Hey, it, it stayed in there till it went bad, until it just, just molded up. No, you, yes. had worry, you had to worry about that. Because right. of COVID, we yeah, all were affected by COVID. Mm. These are some good things that come out of COVID. Nobody showed you your babe, their baby, which means you didn't have to look at no ugly ass babies and then lie. You didn't have to lie. That, you had to, oh, that's a beautiful. Lie. You didn't have to say that because anybody showed you their damn baby. Well, why no. didn't they show it? Because close? they didn't want the baby to get sick. Or right. You didn't want you breathing on their baby. No, nobody oh, showed oh, that baby. baby. Yeah, okay. yeah, baby. You are so ignorant. Ugly. <laughs> Yeah, because of COVID, all your aunties out there with mustaches, because you had your mask on, nobody saw it. You could let it grow out. A whole goatee under there. You could go goatee if nobody cared. You can lay your mask down, and when you go back, it's going to be right there. Nobody touched your mask. Nobody grabbed that mask, dog. Right, last one, last Good one. Point. This is for yeah. ladies, ladies who got that creepy uncle. Uh-huh. That cut all that creepy hugging and all them tight. It cut that out. <laughs> COVID. Them COVID. creepy ass, nasty ass uncles that like to hug real long. Stopped it. It stopped. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you, Jay, uh, for for pointing that out. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at the top of the hour right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. According to a new survey, 78% of Americans say they feel stress at least once a week, with 15% saying they're stressed every single day. Monday mornings are apparently the most stressful, with 19% saying their stress peaks on the first day of work, uh, of the work week. Not surprising, people describe the pandemic as the most stressful time in their life. Also, money is the major issue for people right now. Other top causes of stress include work, physical health, mental health, and family. And then there are the people who are causing people stress, with 14% of those surveyed saying their spouse slash partner is the main source of their stress, followed by my boss, my parents, my kids, and other family members. So got to ask the guys, what, are, what is causing you the most stress? And... Um, so first, let's start there, guys. And then, Steve, tell us some things you do to de-stress. Well, all right. first of all, it ain't my wife that causes me no stress. Because if you that in my life, y'all know good and hell well what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning? I, 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 I'm a participant in the court system. <laughs> can I can I amen that? Can I amen yes. that? Yes, yes bitter man. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So nah, I ain't got that problem. I I used to sit in my driveway mm-hmm. for hours, dreading to go in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't do that no more. Aww. You know, I used to fly back out to L.A. early. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't when do that no to. more. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have that. I think the biggest stress point in my life is probably 
I probably have to say Tommy. <laughs> what? what? That came Man. from out of nowhere. Wow. Yeah. I did not expect that. <laughs> it's probably him. You know, I'm so worried about somebody whooping his ass over these pranks. You know, worried about if he, you know, if he gonna add a show as he coming to work the next right. day. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I feel you your know, pain on that you know, one. If yeah, he gonna sell out. You know, I know he a germophobic. Is he gonna get COVID? Uh-huh. Well, if he get it, how he going to act? Yeah. You know, down there, he he cleaning vaccination needles and stuff down there. I'm going, boy, they come out of a pack. It's just probably that's really it for me. I don't really stress too much. I ain't got no, you know, woes and stuff like that. A little concerned about my next move every now and then. But I, as soon as I get concerned, I just tell God I ain't got nothing to do with it. Show me what you want me to do. That's it for me. All right. Yeah. All right. What about you, Jay? Or Tommy, okay. did you want to respond? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> no, that surprised him, Shirley. It surprised all of us, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Come on, Jay. What you got? Well, <clears throat> I've been blessed. The man upstairs has truly, truly blessed me during COVID. I mean, all of us, we were able to work. Yeah. So, you know, the only thing we had to deal Absolutely. with was being home. And, you know, we, we, we were making money. We were working. Uh, I could get I could get my stuff that I wanted to get, but I moved to Atlanta, and Atlanta is not like LA. And oh. I'm I've been so stressful since mm. I got here. Yeah. Like, uh, where am I gonna get it? Who am I gonna? <laughs> I gotta get new people, cause I don't know <laughs> these people. You know what I mean? I'm That's like, your stress. It's oh my god, Shirley. I mean, in LA, there's a store. You just go in. Uh-huh. Show your ID, uh-huh. and it's just it's a wall to wall. You got uh-huh. cookies, you got drink, you gummies. got gummies, you got <laughs> brownies, you got edibles. And and now 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 I'm in Atlanta. I don't know these dudes. I I can't I, I can't. Who can I trust? What? So you stressed out? Huh? Yeah. He, that is... Do you hear the stress in my voice? <laughs> Yeah. They're legal in LA. <laughs> My bad. Oh Lord. Oh God. Oh, All right, uh, we'll be back. If we're still on the air, we'll be back on, with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after. Thanks, Jay. I gotta get new people. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, the presidential election isn't until 2024. But it looks like uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a jump on the competition. That's right. According to a poll of potential voters, he was the presidential preference of 46% of the over 30,000 people surveyed. Angelina Jolie, uh, no. Angelina Jolie was next to lead the free world with 30%. Boo. With Oprah Winfrey. For what? For what, Shirley? <laughs> to be the president. To, to run for president. That's crazy. Yeah. To be president. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Boo, yeah. no. Yeah. So it was The Rock. It was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, then Angelina Jolie. Now I'm talking about Oprah Winfrey. She got 27%. Yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, participants were also asked about Matthew McConaughey. You know, he's thinking about it seriously now, running for governor of Texas. Um throwing his hat into the ring to replace Governor Greg Abbott. 
So now he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angelina Jolie, go down there. <laughs> yeah, I take my boo back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but is he uh is he a good guy? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I like He's him. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we know his acting. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I would like uh, Beto. Remember Beto? Yeah. Beto. I, I would like him to run uh-huh. for governor. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll be back at 33 minutes after the hour with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As we already know, on this past Friday, Earl Simmons, we know him as DMX, passed away. Uh, X was 50 years old on April 2nd. He was admitted to a hospital in White Plains, New York, after suffering a drug-induced heart attack at his home in White Plains. On Friday, April 9th, DMX passed away after being on life support and uh, his family was by his side. His family released a statement saying Earl was a warrior who fought until the very end. He loved his family with all of his heart, and we cherished the times we spent with him. Earl's music inspired countless fans around the world, and his iconic legacy will live on forever. DMX's hometown, Yonkers, New York, is uh, committed to making sure that X's memory lives on. Mayor Spano said, the city is considering naming a street after him and also creating a statue of his image. The family has also confirmed there will be a private and public memorial. And, of course, our deepest condolences are going out to the Simmons family. He was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. I think, the, I think that Swiss Beats uh, Instagram oh, post yeah. and talking was... about DMX was the best. Mm-hmm. Because it was so were, touching. Yeah, was touching. they were really, really close. Yes, they yeah, you yeah. Know, they were like brothers, man. Mm-hmm. And yes, Swiss, they were. Swiss did a lot of, of music with uh, DMX. And I had talked with him about it before the verses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he mm-hmm. was just heartbroken. And um, yeah. he he was hoping, we, you know, everybody was hoping for the best, but it wasn't meant to be. And, um, you know, he, he, was, he, he was just greatness, man. And the tributes that's going on about this young brother, man, all around the nation, man. It's like really heartwarming, man. Yeah. The dude crossed his music crossed over so well, man. Oh my a lot God. of rappers mm-hmm. a lot of rappers never get that opportunity to do, man. And DMX was, Yeah. You know, he did that, man. He did that. DMX was a movement. I mean, in the '90s when he hit he the was, scene, right. he he was nobody was like him. He was aggressive. Yeah. He was street. Yeah. He was grimy. And so, Rough how riders. he approached his storytelling, yeah. what he was doing, and rapping, we had never heard that before. And people just loved him. The motorcycles, yeah. you know, Rough Riders, and Rough all that. Riders. So I, I saw I a concert a caller, a uh-huh. sea of white people, a sea of yeah. White that's people. the one I'm oh, talking yeah. about. It's a yeah. sea oh my of white God, people. man. Yeah. yeah, filling them. And not yeah. just throwing up the U.S. Exits, around right? the world. Yeah, around yeah. the world. Yeah. And just he wrote a... all of his songs. He wrote all of his songs. He wrote He's them himself. Bad boy. So. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. talented. He will so be missed. sad. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely so sad for his Definitely going to be missed. Family. Yeah. His 15 Y'all going to make children. me lose my mind up in here. Mm-hmm. Up in here. <laughs> I mean, who ain't said go all off? Yeah, who right, ain't right, said that? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Steve. Who ain't said yeah. that? And he put it to music, and it's like, damn, everybody has been saying that. Right, you're right. I, you know? I, dog, I don't know nobody household where you ain't heard that. 
That's right. right. All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. Can I just say this? What? Can I just say something real quick? Say it. Uh-huh. Wow, did we put the work in today? Oh, I cannot stand. Him. Oh, I, you know, I'm all I'm saying is it was hard, and I'm glad it is quitting time now because wow, wow, Steve, get your friend. Why did you hire him? Whoa, whoa, he's so crazy. We, you know, people think we don't work, but we work today. We, <laughs> we put it in today, Jay. Tommy. Tommy, I'm sweating. I'm drenched. I'm, 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 I'm drenched, man. Get him. Uh-uh. Let him go. He dead serious. Jay is that co-worker. Everybody's listening. Jay's that co-worker on the job that don't do nothing and just, like, talking all that noise. You know, the co-worker's like, oh, really? <laughs> A mess. Well, good thing we got that project in on time. Right. <laughs> Taking all the credit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Boy. man, we worked today. It was a rough today, man. Yeah, it, the, I'm that guy that come in when the meet. He comes in 40 minutes late for the meeting. Uh-huh. 40 uh-huh. minutes straight. The meeting is going. And he walks in. So what y'all talking about? What y'all yeah. talking about? <laughs> What we doing? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that, that, <laughs> okay, okay. Bring me up, Steve. Thank bring, you. I didn't know what bring, y'all was in here talking about. Bring, bring me up to speed. Can't stand him. Okay. Like, y'all doing, and, and then y'all doing this again tomorrow too? <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, 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 he'll say, oh, 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 wait, that's due today. <laughs> oh, oh, we're supposed to turn that oh. in today? Oh, I'll be damned. Mm. But Jay, I did your defense, not you first get the memo off, on that. Yeah, you were a five-day-a-week a guy mm-hmm. when you first five started day, well, yeah. with the show. Yeah, first to clock out. He's the first to clock out. Yes. The absolute mm. first. He's at yeah. the time clock. He's like, what y'all still working for? We off. You, you, you know, right. he, that's him. That's he him. takes those long lunch breaks. <laughs> Man, you remember punching the clock? <laughs> wow. People still do, yeah. though. Some people yeah. do Some people they do. No, I saw Do I remember this. punching the clock, boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. do, see? Oh, my God. Not again. Yeah, yeah. Hell Put that yeah. little paper in there and hit that button. You plant. Yeah. You had to work at, you worked at a plant, right, Steve? Like an automobile? Ford plant. Ford. Ford Motor Company, Lincoln Electric, General Electric. What is the weirdest job everybody has? Go around the room. The weirdest job everybody has. The weirdest job. The weirdest job. Mm. Mm. I can tell you mine. I can tell you mine real quick. Oh, I know. Well, when I was when I was little, I was a I was littler and and I was very small. So this guy hired me at a car dealership to go up under the dashboard and turn back the speedometers so it looked like they didn't have a whole lot of miles on them. And he gave it's me illegal. He gave me Yeah, it's illegal. But it's done. And he gave me twenty five dollars a car. Twenty five dollars a car. Do that. That is yeah, oh they, a lot of car dealers do it. Yeah. yeah I heard oh yeah. Do that. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's my weirdest the, job. 
I was, uh, my weirdest job was, I was, when I was about 18, 18 or 19, I was a model at this boutique mm -hmm. and um, I was in the window and I had to, I was a mannequin, a live mannequin. That was mm -hmm. my weirdest job. Mm -mm. Yo, Shirley. Mm -mm, was you was a mannequin? I was a mannequin, okay. yeah. And then, and people would and go I by the window and go, You must have had your eyes closed. <laughs> I was just going to say that, Steve. I was going to say that. That, that mannequin is looking at me, man. I was a mannequin in a store window. I was, yes. Oh, yes. Wait, I, I don't know if I had a weird, my weirdest job. Uh -huh. I cleaned up offices at 15. Oh, okay. this, but that's a pretty good job, though. You, you did, but when people, yeah. but that was back when people would smoke, and I would have to go uh, in the offices and clean oh, yeah. out the the uh, ashtrays. You know that little white powder. Remember oh, when they yeah, put the cigarette yeah. stuff out? That's the only yeah. weird job I had. The rest of them was yeah. legit <laughs> trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I go ahead, Nancy. I worked at a dump as a kid. Really? So like, yeah, I worked at a dump. And they, and they would pay me when they would pay me to come and dump. dump. It, it wasn't a city dump. It was in, it was in Acres home. It was a, a dump. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess you could call that. But you can you know it's trash. It's not garbage. It's just two different things. And they come dump their trash. What? And they would pay me, and I'm sitting there. You know, I have a big wad of money. My uncle would come and get my dad's brother would come and get the money from me. And you know, but I mean, he was making a killing. But it was a it was a, a almost like a. a a pond, and they would basically be filling up these holes, filling up these water holes, and that's where the trash would go. And then after it's all filled, they cover it with mm -hmm. dirt, and, and it looks real pretty. But it was it was water holes. It was it was weird. Okay, what wow, distinguishes really trash from garbage? No food. Garbage is yeah, food. Is oh, okay, that's what I thought. No food. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Steve, trash I know you is really you done tore down a house. That's trash. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. Well. When I first started my carpet cleaning company, the first day I had the idea, mm -hmm. I got some flyers printed up. I took them to church and I passed them out. And I it was doing, you know, like any five rooms, fifty nine ninety five. Uh -huh. Well, somebody hired me. <laughs> I'm in there trying to clean five rooms by my damn self. <laughs> I'm moving dressers. Uh. <laughs> Lifting up one end of the couch, setting it back down. I wore my ass out. I was in that lady's house all day long. I got there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I ain't leave till 1030 that night. How much you made? You, you all should have been mannequins $59 plus or minus the cost of the machine and the equipment. I made oh. about $8. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You all should have oh, come boy. to Chicago. <laughs> Hey y'all, listen, have a have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you, okay? Y'all be good. We'll see you tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 